Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. We are continuing with Dante's Purgatorio. If you'd like to follow along with the translation which we're using, which is my new translation illustrated by sculptor Timothy Schmalz, uh, you can find copies on Amazon or you can reach out to me directly and I can send you signed copies at a discounted price. But let's continue with Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 16, which puts us right at the middle of the Divine Comedy, so we're halfway through. Blackness of hell, and of night deprived of every planet below a burnt-out heaven, so shadowed by the clouds, hasn't put so gross a veil to my vision as that fume that there covered us, nor have I felt so harsh a coat that my eyes wouldn't stand to stay open at which my wise and faithful guide pressed alongside me and offered his arm, just as the blind man goes behind his guide so that he doesn't veer or strike a blow to things that might molest or maybe murder him. So I went through the harsh and filthy air, listening to my leader who kept saying simply, Watch that you're not cut off from me. I heard voices and each appeared to pray for peace and for the mercy of the Lamb of God who takes away sins. Agnus Dei was all their exordium. One word and one way held sway over all, so that it seemed all harmony was among them. Are these spirits I hear, Master? I said, and he to me. You apprehend rightly, and they go resolving the knot of their wrathfulness. But you... Who are you who fend our fume and speak of us just as if you yet parted the time according to Collins? Thus one voice sounded, at which the master said to me, Respond to him, and ask if the way goes upward here. And I, O creature who cleanse yourself to return beautiful to him who made you, you will hear a marvel if you follow me. I will follow you as much as it's allowed, he responded. And if the smoke won't let us see, our ears will keep us joined instead. Then I commenced, with that swaddling that death dissolves am I led above, and I have come here through the infernal anguish. And if God has guided me in his grace, such that he wills that I should see his court in ways all foreign to modern fashion, don't hide from me who you were before death, but speak to me, and tell me if I go toward the crossing, and your words will be our escort. I was a Lombard, and I was called Marco. I was wise in the world, and I loved that valor at which each now holds an unbent bow. To mount upwards, go straight on. So he responded, and he added, I pray you, pray for me when you're up above. And I to him, in faith I bind myself to you, to do that you've asked me. But I'll explode later in doubt, should I not explain myself. What first was simple is now made double in your sentence, which here makes certain what I've heard in other places, that to which I couple it. The world is all so well desert now of every virtue, as you tell me, and pregnant with malice and covered in it. But I pray you point me to the cause, so that I'll see it and show it to others. For it's put upon heaven as well as down below. He first let out a sigh, The sorrow stretched into, ooey, and then commenced. Brother, the world is blind, and you've truly come from it. You who live bear every cause back upon the heavens above, 
as though they simply moved all things according to necessity. If it were so, the freedom of choice you enjoy would be destroyed, and there would be no justice in rejoicing in the good or weeping over evil. The heavens set your movements into motion. I don't say all, but if I had said it, light would still be given you to set good against evil and free will, which, should it endure the wear of the first battles with heaven, will later conquer all if nurtured well. To greater force and better nature are men's minds subject, and this power creates your mind, which the heavens have not in their care. So, if the present world should lose its way, the course is in you, in you let it be sought, and in this I'll now be your faithful spy. There issues from his hand who dreams of it before it should be, in the guise of a little girl who moves lightly from weeping to laughing, the simplest soul that knows nothing, save that, moved by its elated maker, it freely turns to that which entertains it. At first it scents the savor of the slightest good. Here it is deceived and reaches after it, should guide or rain not turn its love. Thus laws come to be put in place for rain. There came need of a king who could discern at least the tower of the true citadel. There are laws, but who puts a hand to them? None, in that the shepherd who precedes the herd may ruminate but has no cloven hoofs so that the people who see the guide feed solely of that good of which they'd glut themselves, pasture on that and ask no more. You ought well see that this evil conduct is the reason the world has fallen so sick, and not that your nature has become corrupt. Once Rome, which formed the good world, shone with dual suns, that they might see the one and the other road, both the worlds and gods. The one has spent the other, and the sword is joined with the crook, and the one lives together with the other by force and so must come to evil, so that, joined, the one doesn't fear the other. Should you not believe me, put your mind to the wheat's ear, for every shoot is known for its seed. In those places the Adige and the Po nourish, valor and courtesy once were found, before Frederick met trouble. Now it may securely be crossed by anyone who for shame would leave off reasoning with the good or coming near them. Three ancient ones yet remain in whom the antique age rebukes the new, and it seems to them that God is slow to bear them to a better life. Currado da Palazzo and the good Gerardo and Guido da Castel, who is better named, in the fashion of the French, the simple Lombard. Let it then be known that now the Church of Rome to confound two regiments in herself, falls into the filth and smears herself and her burden. Oh, my Marco, I said, you put it well, and now I discern why the sons of Levi were disowned of their inheritance. But what Gerardo is this, who you say remains as proof of the people spent in reproof of this savage age? Either your speech deceives me, or it tempts me, he replied to me, since, speaking Tuscan to me, it seems you yet know nothing of the good Gerardo. I know him under no other name, unless I should take one from his daughter Gaia. God be with you, for I'll come no farther. You see the glow whose rays already whiten through the fume, and I must part, the angel is there, before I should appear to myself. So he turned, and willed to hear no more from me. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. 
See you next time for Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 17.